is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. The chairman of the board, founder, creator of NAAAM, that is NAM, National Association for the Advancement of Alpha Males. Front and center, Humidor 1A, Command Center Alpha. Lieutenants, I'm surrounded by fantastic cigars. I am surrounded by some... Luscious spirits, including the Fonseca bin number 27 port. I will enjoy today and later in the show. I'll be surrounded by some fantastic Garrison Brothers tennis correction, Texas whiskey. We've got delicacies, we have got good life maneuvers. We meet once a week, lieutenants, and the only requirement is there is no guilt. We enjoy the alpha male good life without any hesitation or reservation. Long-ash greetings and salutations, a long-ash snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. We welcome you to join us, 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email cigardave at cigardave.com. Check us out, CigarDave.com, and there you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram, any other social media that is known and devised to man, we will have it there at CigarDave.com. Wednesday, a very significant day for Americans. It is Veterans Day, the official U.S. federal holiday that is observed annually on November 11th to honor those who have served in the United States Armed Forces. Now, it coincides with other holidays, including Armistice Day, Remembrance Day, which are celebrated in other parts of the world and mark the anniversary of the end of World War I. Why November 11th? Because major hostilities of WW1 were formally ended at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918, when the armistice with Germany went into effect. The U.S. originally observed Armistice Day. It uh, it evolved into the current Veterans Day holiday in 1954 when Congress amended the bill, replacing Armistice with Veterans Day and has been known ever since as Veterans Day. And we will pay proper tribute today on the Cigar Dave Show, as we do for every military-appropriate holiday. We've got some military music. We will, of course, dedicate our libation, our litation and libation ceremony to our veterans. And on Wednesday, lieutenants, I ask if you see a veteran, you give them a snappy salute, shake their hand, and thank them for their service, which is the very least that we can certainly do. 
Lieutenants, we are under attack again. As you know, it never ends. Warning. Warning. We've reached DEFCON 1. Civil rights have been breached. Congressional insurgency has begun. Stand by as your general enacts countermeasures. We are damning the torpedoes as we speak and about to fire our nuclear-tipped torpedoes because this is what we need to do to blow up the federal bureaucracy, to blow up the enemies of pleasure, to blow up the administration that is anti-American. They're anti-American for this very simple reason. Because they want to get in the way of private business. They want to get in the way of all of our pleasures. It seems that no matter where we turn, whether it's health care, whether it's food, whether it's snacks, whether it is cigars, the Obama administration wants to put up a giant fence. It's amazing. They don't want to put a giant fence on the border of Mexico, but they certainly want to put up a fence from those of us that want to enjoy alpha male good life pleasure maneuvers. And as I stated to you, the FDA, after after about a year and a half, two years of looking at proposed regulation of the cigar industry, they submitted their final ruling to the White House OMB, Office of Management and Budget, for consideration. And there is no doubt in my mind that they, meaning the FDA, would like to place premium cigars in the same category as cigarettes. They want restrictive testing. They want user fees. What are user fees? Translated, more taxes. As if we don't pay enough with a 52% federal excise tax on our cigars. That's not enough. They want a user fee for us to be able to enjoy a cigar. So that the FDA can do massive bureaucratic maneuvers and ridiculous unheard of testing and get in the way of people, adults, who want to consume an adult product from enjoying a cigar. Premium cigar companies, cigar companies in general, do not market to children. Period. But yet the FDA is using the children under the guise that we need to protect them. Therefore, let's lump premium cigars in the same category as cigarettes. Premium cigars and cigars are not addictive. When was the last time you saw a group of people or a person running off an airplane or running outside of an office building, huddled outside in the snow, sleet, and rain to light a cigar in the middle of the day. Never. It does not take place. But you cannot rationalize with the FDA because they are, the FDA is similar to a terrorist group, and I'm not calling them a terrorist group. However, I am saying they are similar in that you cannot rationalize or reason with terrorists. You can't do that with bureaucrats. You can't do that with the enemies of pleasure. You cannot rationalize. You cannot have a civil discussion and present fact because they don't care about fact. As such, to them, the ends justify the means. The ends in this case is they want to lump cigars with cigarettes. Now, we will see the what they've exactly uh, they proposed. We have the table of contents, and it does not look good. There is an editorial in the Tampa Tribune on Monday, this past Monday, November 2nd. On the editorial page, the top editorial, headline, Cigar Factory in Federal Limbo. Cigar Factory in Federal Limbo. I will read the entire editorial to you. <laughs> 
because it is well done. It certainly is right on the money. And all this, if the FDA would just look and, and, and use common sense, what the Tampa Tribune editorial board did during this editorial, we could eliminate the potential of federal regulation of cigars. A product which, by the way, has been around for hundreds of years. A product that has never had an issue. There's never been a problem. We've never seen kids addicted to cigars. Does not exist. They are trying to create a bureaucracy for a problem that does not exist. And when I come back, I will read the editorial in the Tampa Tribune, Monday's Tampa Tribune in its entirety, entitled Cigar Factory in Federal Limbo. The Cigar Dave Show honors all who served to preserve the ideals with which our country was built. We're honoring all veterans this Veterans Day. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. This is the General Cigar Dave. Join me for a day of alpha pleasure maneuvers as we celebrate the alpha male lifestyle. Saturday, November 21st, it is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock in the Cigar City of Tampa. We will have a day filled with incredible cigars, spectacular spirits, and absolutely delicious delicacies. It all begins when you walk in. You'll receive a premium Davidoff Cigar Assault Pack, including the brand new Davidoff Escurio, the new Avo Synchro Nicaragua, and the new Camacho American Barrel Age. You will enjoy a huge Alpha Lunch Buffet that Chef Bill is concocting, including an incredible carving station. You will sample craft beers. You will sample whiskeys from Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, and Jack Daniels. You'll also get a special Cigar Dave goodie bag on the way in. It is a day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. CigarDave.com for tickets and info for the 2015 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct amenities. 
Dominican and Caribbean Basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. served. You served this great country, and we salute you this Veterans Day. And of course, we salute everyone in the Alpha Army, front and center, as we enjoy the Alpha Male Good Life and Alpha Male Good Life maneuvers. Second hour, lieutenants, action-packed hour for you. We'll be joined, top of the next hour, Dayton Bus of Garrison Brothers Distillery in High, Texas. That's H-Y-E, Texas, South Central Texas. We'll be sampling several of the Garrison Brothers limited edition offerings. I sample the Garrison Brothers bourbon whiskey, their flagship product in September during Bourbon Heritage Month, and we've got three that we're going to sample. In addition, at 1.30... Or uh, those of you that are listening, I shouldn't say 1.30, because even though we come live at 1.30, many of you may be listening on a delayed basis or listening via the Cigar Dave mobile app on our on-demand feature. But in the next hour, second half of the next hour, I was up in Nashville several weeks ago, had the uh, privilege of seeing longtime friends Mike Condor, John Huber of Crown Heads Cigars celebrating five years in uh, with their Crown Heads company. And we've got some great cigars that we'll talk about, had a nice conversation with them. And during the litation ceremony today, I'll enjoy a beautiful, fabulous, luscious cigar from Crown Heads called La Imperioso from Nicaragua, an absolutely delectable stick that will pair beautifully with my Fonseca bin number 27. Editorial on Monday, Tampa Tribune, Cigar Factory in Federal Limbo. I will recite the entire editorial. It is that important. Last year, outraged citizens sent more than 80,000 messages to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in an effort to save Tampa's last cigar factory from a bureaucratic noose. Yet the FDA's decision on the matter still has not been made public, and legislation that would resolve the issue is mired in Congress despite strong bipartisan support. The fate of J.C. Newman's cigar in Ybor City is at stake. It is the last working cigar factory in Tampa, which once had 150 factories and was renowned as the Cigar City. If the FDA does not adopt sensible rules on premium cigars, the factory's 130 jobs could be lost. So could the city's association with the cigar industry, which began when Vicente Martinez Ibor relocated his cigar factory from Key West to Tampa in the 1880s. The situation stems from the FDA's efforts to develop rules to make it more difficult for the young to buy tobacco as part of the Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act, adopted by Congress in 2009. It makes sense to regulate products that are often promoted to children. 
But the same restriction should not apply to premium cigars, which are smoked infrequently and are never marketed to minors. The FDA's original proposal did offer a narrow exemption for premium cigars from the restrictions that would be placed on mass market products. But it exempted only hand-rolled cigars and only cigars that cost $10 or more. This would not cover the Newman factory, which uses machines from the 1930s. The cigars are not mass-produced. Workers put the tobacco leaf wrapper onto the machine, which bunches and wraps the cigars. The company's cigars, some of which cost less than $10, are a carefully crafted product. If the FDA does not acknowledge the Newman factory is a small, highly specialized operation, it will be subjected to numerous costly rules, including having to perform 5,000 hours of testing on any new product. As we've pointed out, this would be a ridiculous burden because the company uses only natural tobacco and does not use the chemicals and additives that cigarettes and other tobacco products contain. Elected officials from both parties have rallied behind the family business. Democratic U.S. Representative Kathy Castor has pushed legislation to protect small cigar operations. And Republican Representatives David Jolly of Indian Shores and Dennis Ross of Lakeland are supporting the factory. Others who have tried to make the factory's case to the FDA range from Florida Governor Rick Scott, a Republican, to Tampa Mayor Bob Buckhorn, a Democrat. Nobody is asking the FDA to compromise public health. Officials should simply recognize that the facts don't support an avalanche of regulations on the Newman factory. If the agency refuses to act responsibly, Congress should. Bravo to the Tampa Tribune for that excellent and right-on-point editorial entitled Cigar Factory in Federal Limbo. I don't know about you, lieutenants, but it seems to me that every time we turn around, every time we look, there is some sort of federal government bureaucratic legislation or onerous regulation that confronts us, no matter what the product or no matter what the issue. You know, I've talked to a number of people this week talking about Obamacare. Now, in this country, we had estimates between 10 and 20 million people that were not covered under health care, didn't have health care. Now, instead of fixing the problem for the 10 to 20 million people, what do the bureaucrats and what does Obama and the administration do? They blow up. They take TNT to the entire health care system and destroy it. Case in point, give you my, a perfect example. Several people that are very close to me that I know have lost their health insurance. Their companies have gone out of business. The companies are broke. Their premiums have gone through the roof. When just a year or two ago, they had coverage that was fabulous. But because of Obamacare and the bureaucrats saying, no, that policy isn't good. Everybody has to have the same policy. And therefore, we're going to blow everything up just for the 10 to 20, 20 million people that are not covered. So you have, what, 250 million, 220 million people that are covered, 10, 20 million are not, you blow up the entire system? That is like saying we've got an 80-story skyscraper. We need to renovate 
half of one floor. But instead of renovating, instead of knocking down the walls on that half a floor, that maybe, let's say, 20,000 square feet of one floor, knocking it down, putting in new walls, putting in new ceilings, new lighting, new carpeting, what we'll do instead is implode the entire 80-story skyscraper. Does that make sense? No. And the perfect case is Obamacare. And then if you take a look at what the FDA is trying to do, cigars, a product enjoyed by adults. And even if you do not smoke cigars, and I've stated this, and we have many listeners that do not smoke cigars, but you may enjoy steak or a burger. You may enjoy soda. You may enjoy coffee that contains caffeine, a known drug, a known stimulant. Do you think for a second that the FDA or the bureaucrats in Washington are going to stop at cigars? The answer is apparent. The answer is no. They're coming after your product. And I've had a number of people, I'll never forget this, I was talking to them and they go, look, I don't smoke cigars, so what's the big deal? Until all of a sudden a tax was proposed on their beloved Coca-Cola. Then all of a sudden they were jumping up and down saying, this is ridiculous. This is government overreach. Yeah, they say it's a penny, but when you're done with it, that's like a 50, 60% tax on our soda. And I looked at them and said, what did I tell you? When I told you this a few years ago, your answer was, well, it doesn't affect me. I don't smoke cigars. You know what they're all saying now, lieutenants? They're saying, you were right. You were 100% correct. Because if you think that the FDA is stopping only at cigars, you got another thing coming. And it seems that this week, Obama, they, they, they released the text of their Obama trade deal, the Pacific Rim trade deal. Thousands of pages, hundreds of chapters. Every time we look around, there are thousands and thousands of pages of regulation that is unnecessary. We don't have a war against terrorism. What we do is we've got a war against the citizens of America by our own federal government led by Obama and the bureaucrats. And if you're getting tired of being picked on, enough is enough. We must stand strong. The 2015 Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock is Saturday, November 21st at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tampa. The Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers are presented by Davidoff and distilled by Jack Daniels. Your VIP tickets to the Alpha Pleasure Fest include Davidoff Cigars, Jack Daniels Libations, a scrumptious buffet fit for an Alpha Male, a special gift from Cigar Dave, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at CigarDave.com. In the fertile fields of the Connecticut River Valley, there is still one cigar brand who grows their own Connecticut shade wrappers, Monte Cristo. Prized for its unique silky texture, this exquisite tobacco has now been used to craft a cigar worthy of its name the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut. Building on the legacy of the beloved Monte Cristo White Series, this excellent medium to full-bodied cigar is rich, flavorful, and complex. Crafted with only the finest vintage 2008 wrapper leaves, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut cigar has subtle notes of spices, vanilla, and hazelnuts. 
packaged in a gorgeous handcrafted box. These exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Pick up a Monte Cristo White Vintage today and experience the spirit of the valley. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, lieutenants, front and center today, I have just pulled out a cigar from Crown Heads called the La Imperiosa. La Imperiosa is the second Crown Heads regular production brand following up on uh, the Jericho Hill release from My Father's Cigars uh, factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Originally, La Imperiosa was a Cuban brand from the early 1900s. It translates to the imperative or that which is absolutely necessary or required. And that is appropriate for litation because it is imperative and required that I enjoy a cigar during broadcast pleasure maneuvers here on the Cigar Dave Show. And this is a magnificent cigar. When I was up in Nashville several weeks ago after my visit to the Jack Daniels Distillery in Lynchburg, Tennessee, spent a couple of days in Nashville, visited my good friends Mike Condor, John Huber at Crown Heads, and we'll feature some of my interview with them in the next hour. But we smoked some great cigars. We got to enjoy ourselves, catch up five years of Crown Heads being in business. And this is a beautiful, beautiful cigar. It starts off with a magnificent, deep, rich, dark, oily Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper. Nicaraguan binder and filler. It is identical to the Las Calveras EL 2014 blend, which... Sold out very quickly. This is a beautiful stick. Comes in four different sizes. Suggested retail between $8.25 and $9.75. It is just luscious. A lot of flavor. Notes of, uh, of some espresso, some chocolate. Very beautiful. And I will pull out the Magicos. It is a small Robusto. Four and a half inches in length. 52 ring gauge. A beautiful stick. Love the turquoise and gold band. That is what I will enjoy today. La Imperioso by Crown Heads. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. On Tuesday evening, I had the privilege of attending dinner with an entire group from Davidoff Cigars, the headquarters here in the Cigar City. And joining us was Hans Christian Oishgard, the worldwide CEO of Davidoff. And we had the opportunity to enjoy and sample some great cigars. So as soon as I walked in, and I took him, of course, to a great cigar-friendly restaurant in the Cigar City where we could enjoy some great Lebanese food, some great cigars, some great libations. He gave me a box of Davidoff Escudio, a very nice gift box. So I opened it up, took the cigar out. He said, wait, General, there's something else in there. 
And I looked again, and there's a beautiful Davidoff Escurio cigar piercer on a nice little keychain. Very nice presentation. Black has the very cool Escudio logo, which looks like a crescent moon, but in green hues and yellow. Has Davidoff in silver, and you pull it up, and it exposes the cigar piercer or the bullet cut. Very elegant. A very nice gift from Hans Christian Oishgard. We had a magnificent time. Great cigars, great camaraderie. We are there till late in the evening, and HK had a very early flight, but that is what I say life is all about great delicacies, great libations, great cigars, great camaraderie, great fellowship, and I thank him for this uh, magnificent cutter. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, I've got my Cigar Dave signature lock and load from the R&D Laboratories. Looks like a giant torch. Almost feels like a hand grenade in the hand. Huge tank. That's what I would use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right, I'm going to pull the piercer from the from the body of the unit here. I just pulled it up. And now what I'm going now you can use only one hole if you want, but I like a little bit more of the filler exposed. Give me a little cooler smoke on the palate. So I'm going to do two piercings. I'm going to do one on the right center and the left center. And I'm pulling that. Beautiful. I will pull that. And then it gets rid of the cap. I need to push that in just a little bit more. And then to release the tobacco, the head that it took, the cap, I just pull on it, and it is good to go. We're going to send out some pictures on Facebook and Twitter so you can see this as well. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun, but we'll do two things at once because I'm ambidextrous. I can have a cigar in my left hand, and I can have my Fonseca bin number 27 port in the right hand. But first, I will put the lightation device in the right hand. I will gently toast the foot of this cigar. We want the wrapper to ignite first, and I'd never allow the flame to go directly into the foot of the cigar. I want heat to cause combustion. Uh, I can already smell the wonderful chocolatey notes of this La Imperioso cigar from Crowned Heads. I will now puff and rotate. Great draw, great taste. Mm. Arteo. Because it's such a short cigar, four and a half inches, I can feel the heat coming off of my Cigar Dave signature R&D lightation device to about 800 degrees Fahrenheit here. Mm. Great draw. Okay. Wow. Outstanding. As I blow on the foot of the cigar, even amber glow, I will take another puff. Very nice. Now I'll break out my Fonseca bin number seven, 27 port. Pour a little bit. Now what is port? Well, port, first of all, must come from Portugal. That's the first determinant about what port is. Port is a fortified wine, Portuguese fortified wine produced exclusively in the Douro Valley, the northern provinces of Portugal. It is a sweet red wine, often served as a dessert wine, an after-dinner wine, goes perfectly with a cigar. It comes in dry, semi-dry, white varieties. And fortified wines in the style of port are produced throughout other countries, but you can only call it port if it comes from Portugal. 
So, a couple of things to note about port. Number one, as I mentioned, usually a red wine, and it is fortified. The addition of a neutral grape spirit known as aguardente stops the fermentation. It leaves residual sugar in the wine. It boosts the alcohol content. Fortification spirit is sometimes referred to as brandy, but it's very, very different. The wine is stored. It is aged, often in barrels stored in a cave. It can also be aged in a bottle. And there are different types of ports. You've got your tawny port, which are made from red grapes. They are aged in wooden barrels. They expose them to gradual oxidation and evaporation. They mellow to a golden brown color. And then there are what's called a ruby port, which is a little bit uh, uh, aged in stainless steel tanks, deeper red. You've got reserve or vintage ports. There are white ports, all sorts of different ports. But this bin number 27 is a very nice, fruity, very luscious port. And the Fonseca Port Company founded in 1822. Beautiful looking. It's just deep ruby red as I look at this. It is... Just a magnificent color. I will say cheers. Oh, boy, I'll tell you what. This uh, Davidoff piercer, it's beautiful. Dinner is served. All right, here we go. Mm. It's sweet. Some would say it may taste like a little Bogan David or Monashevitz wine. Very sweet, but it's very elegant. Little story. Manuel Casada who makes the Fonseca cigar every year at the Cigar Retailers Convention has a tradition where he has Fonseca bin number 27 poured in the booth, and we always share a glass. We have a toast each and every year. We've been doing it for about, I want to say, maybe now 18 years, and this is to uh, Manuel. I will say cheers to him, one of the greats in the cigar industry, and it is a fantastic port. I'll take another sip. Mmm. Not expensive. 15 to $20 a bottle. And in your home bar, it is imperative that you have several items. One certainly is a vodka. You need to have a bourbon You need or a Tennessee whiskey. You need to have a scotch. You need to have gin. And I think you also need to have ports and you need to have cognac. Because after dinner, after a nice meal, it's just a very elegant way to finish things off, and it's the perfect accompaniment to a cigar. 877-DAVE-007. Let's say hello to Matt in Lincoln, Nebraska, the home of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. You are front and center, Matt. Long ashes and snappy salute to you, General. Back at you. You know, every year it seems that it's an annual tradition for me to call in and thank you for your support of the veterans and the active duty military. No thanks necessary. Again, sir, I thank you again. Matt, no thanks necessary. Uh, I, I got to let you know, I uh, came up to Nebraska and uh, rehabbing a knee injury, actually a knee surgery, and uh, got a little heartbroken last night when I uh, decided to come to Lincoln, look up uh, tobacco shops. The enemies of pleasure have struck here in Nebraska. There is no smoking in the cigar lounges. I do recall a, that there is a some legislation, there was some fighting going back and forth, and actually the cigar retailers and the cigar lounges uh, fought successfully to have an exemption put in, but all the other businesses that were affected, primarily some billiard halls, 
made a big stink, and it went to the Nebraska Supreme Court, and they basically threw out uh, the exemption saying it was unconstitutional or was illegal because basically you had this law and it had to it, it had to be followed by everyone. And even though the state attorney general did not wanted the exemption, he was in favor of the exemption. So it is ridiculous. Again, we're seeing now government overreach. My feeling is simple. Matt, if you walk into somebody's private property, whether it's a business, a residence, if there is a sign or somebody clearly enunciates and states, we allow cigar smoking on our property. That's all you need. If somebody doesn't like it, don't walk in. It is private property. And unfortunately now we have the government overreach where private property is no longer secure. So even if you want to say, as a business, we allow, this is private property, we allow people to enjoy a cigar, makes no difference. And what concerns me is that, you know what the next step is, Matt, and we've seen this, the enemies of pleasure will go after the right to enjoy cigars in our own homes or in condos. And then they'll start coming after us wanting to grill, saying, well, we're creating all this excess carbon emission. We're creating, we're, we're, we're contributing to global warming. Correction, now they call it climate change. And then they'll say, we can't fornicate in our own homes anymore because all the pleasure that is derived, you're exhaling and that's more CO2. And consequently, because of all the fornication maneuvers and the horizontal pleasure maneuvers, you are also increasing and adding to climate change. It's just a matter of time before all this nonsense happens. We've seen it before. And what is amazing to me, Matt, is there is a war. There's not a war on women. There's definitely a war on men, specifically a war on alpha males. But there is also a war on American citizens by the government bureaucrats and by, in many cases, the administration. We are the enemy. China's not the enemy to them. Russia's not the enemy. Al-Qaeda or ISIS isn't the enemy. We, the American people, are the enemy to these bureaucrats who feel, and the administration who feel they are accountable to no one except themselves. And that is a huge problem. We are on the brink of revolution, Matt. People are fed up. And I tell you, General, as a true alpha male, let them pass any laws whatsoever. I will gladly do the time to be able to execute my fornication maneuvers, my litation maneuvers, any kind of maneuvers that bring me pleasure, that does not harm anybody else, let them pass the laws, General. That's what i got to say. Matt, we appreciate your comments, and uh, as always, we thank you for your service. Let me send you out the October Officers Club selection of Perdomo Special Craft Series Cigar. It's got the uh, three different cigars paired to three different beers. They've got the Pilsner, which is a lighter cigar, the Amber Medium in body with a beautiful Nicaraguan Jalapa sun-grown wrapper, and then the Perdomo Special Craft Series that uses a Maduro wrapper. It is the Stout. It is beautiful. I smoked that last week on the show. Matt, will send it out to you to enjoy. Outstanding, Joe. Thank you, sir. Outstanding, Lieutenants. We shall continue. Don't forget the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. T-minus exactly. Two weeks away and counting. I can't believe that in two weeks, it is the Saturday before Thanksgiving. It is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. When we come back, we'll tell you more about it. But go to CigarDave.com. Perfect time to be in the Cigar City. Great cigars, great libations, great delicacies at the Seminole Hard Rock Tampa. More around the corner. Honoring those who don the uniform to protect our, country. protect our country, we salute you. 
from the Cigar Dave Show. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos for the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. who served this great country we thank you we thank you from the cigar dave show lieutenant says i mentioned t minus two weeks away from the gigantic year-end cigar dave alpha pleasure fest at the rock the seminal hard rock hotel and casino We'll be poolside two weeks from today, Saturday, November 21st, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It is an outstanding all-VIP ticketed event. From the time that you get in at 10 a.m. to the time that we wrap things up at 3 o'clock, you will enjoy, first of all, as you walk in, you'll get a, a magnificent Cigar Dave show duffel bag. Contained in it, you will get... A nice bottle of Jack Daniels. There will be a Davidoff Cigar Super Premium Assault Pack. That will include a Davidoff Escurio, a Davidoff Winston Churchill, a Davidoff Nicaragua, a Davidoff Special R, the Avo Synchro Nicaragua, and the Very Hot Camacho American Barrel-Aged Cigar. There will be a huge Alpha Male Lunch Buffet from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., 
That's Chef Bill Gideon at the Hard Rock, an award-winning chef, one of the finest chefs worldwide, will create Ybor City Cobb Salad, Mini Cubans. We'll have the Buffalo Salins Hot Dog Station, Council Oak Prime Chili, Cajun Mac and Cheese. There'll be a meat carving station, deli-style pastrami carving. We'll have adult ice creams infused with various libations, great desserts. You'll get a couple of tickets uh, for alcoholic libations. You will also enjoy some fantastic craft beer samplings and incredible whiskey tastings, including Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, some great Jack Daniels. It's an all-day event. It's a beautiful way to spend the afternoon. The weather is always great, although the weather's been pretty good in the Northeast and Midwest, but it could turn like that. It could snow with 10 feet of snow. Think about it. In a matter of days, 70 degrees, it could be in the Midwest or Northeast, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you got a winter snowstorm. The time to come down to Tampa is right now. It's been beautiful, 85 degrees every day, sunny. Saturday, November 22nd, it is the 2015 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure 21st. Cigar Saturday, November 21st, 2015 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. All the details and tickets, CigarDave.com. Let's say hello to Jack out in Sin City, Las Vegas. You are front and center. Thank you, sir. Long ashes and firm asses to use. Back at you. Hey, I just want to get in here real quick and just tell you, I really enjoy the app. It's great when I'm outside uh, smoking a stogie, and it's very convenient just to turn that app on and listen to your show. That's why we have it, so that you can listen to us 24-7, 365 worldwide. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm a, a Air Force vet and a 26-year law enforcement officer. I'm retired now. And... Um, you know, I just wanted to say thanks for uh, being out there. And oh, and also, I got to mention that it's my uh, uh, 29th wedding anniversary. I put that out on Twitter, and appreciate you tweeting that. Um, but I just wanted to say thanks for uh, you know fighting a good fight, and uh, I wanted to say keep it up. And my question that I have for you is, um, I'd love to meet you, and I was wondering if you were coming out to Vegas anytime soon. Well, we'll be out in Vegas, actually, the next three years, mid-July, for the Cigar Retailers Convention. And you know what? That That's a very good idea, Jack, because we do have a lot of listeners out in uh, Vegas and the West Coast, and maybe we'll do a little, uh, maybe I'll get together with one of the cigar manufacturers or a couple of the cigar manufacturers, and maybe we'll do a little, uh, a little Cigar Dave uh, meet and greet or a Cigar Dave uh, evening of uh, of good life maneuvers with some cigars, with some spirits, and uh, that's actually a pretty good idea. Maybe we'll do something along those lines because certainly we're going to be out there the next three years, and in Vegas you can pretty much smoke cigars virtually everywhere. So that's actually a pretty good idea, and I think we'll we'll get to work on that. I'll talk to some of the cigar men. Maybe we'll do a Monte Cristo social event out there. You know what? That could be a pretty good idea. Maybe we'll combine that. I'll get with the uh, great folks over at Altadas, and maybe we'll do something special out there. So, Jack. That'd be- That'd be awesome. Great idea. And speaking of Altadas, one of their great cigars is the new Monte Cristo Estoque. It is medium full, a lot of flavor, a beautiful Monte Cristo, super premium stick. We'll send a little sampler pack out for you to enjoy in Sin City. How's that? That'd be great. Thank you very much. And Jack, if I come visit, just make sure you round up all the showgirls for me for harem and horizontal entertainment maneuvers. Lieutenants, we've got a very busy second hour ahead. The alpha male pleasure maneuvers do not stop. We'll be joined by Dayton Buss of Garrison Brothers Distillery. We're going to be sampling four of their magnificent, very limited edition 
Texas whiskeys, as I like to call them. And then we'll be joined by Mike Condor, John Huber, Crownhead Cigars. Play an interview with them I had several weeks ago when I was visiting Nashville at their HQ. Hour number two of Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show is next. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, lieutenants, I have just been gifted four magnificent Texas bourbon whiskeys from Garrison Brothers Distillery. I found Garrison Brothers when I was conducting bourbon tasting maneuvers for Bourbon Heritage Month in September. Found out one of our retailers, and I ended up making contact with uh, one of the Garrison brothers, talking to him about uh, his great bourbon and the story. Interesting story. And today, lieutenants, first segment, we'll be sampling some incredible, very limited edition whiskeys. Tennessee, correct? I always say Tennessee. Texas, Tennessee. I always get them confused. Texas whiskeys. Don't mess with Texas. Garrison Brothers Distillery. Dayton Voss, bourbon evangelist, will join us momentarily. And later in the hour, John Huber, Mike Condor of Crown Heads, during my visit up to Nashville a couple of weeks ago. Welcome back. Hour number two, lieutenants. 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. Don't forget, follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. Be sure to download the Cigar Dave mobile app. You can get me 24-7, 365, because let's face it, Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers and Battling the Enemies of Pleasure is not just a two-hour gig. It is a 24-7, 365 endeavor, and we want to be available to you at all times. So download the Cigar Dave mobile app. Very quick reminder, we're exactly two weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock, Saturday, November 21st. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in the Cigar City of Tampa. Go to CigarDave.com for tickets and info. It is a day of absolute alpha male pleasure. I don't care if you are listening to us in New York or in North Carolina, Illinois, Texas, California. Come to the Cigar City that weekend. The weather is great. Saturday before Thanksgiving, you'll get great delicacies fantastic cigars from Davidoff, including a very special six premium cigar assault pack from Davidoff, Alpha Male Buffet, great samplings of various Jack Daniels and Woodford Reserve, Old Forster bourbons, craft beers. It is an absolute magnificent day of Alpha Male pleasure. Saturday, November 21st, two weeks away at the Seminole Hard Rock Tampa details and tickets at CigarDave.com. It is my pleasure to welcome to Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A Dayton Voss Bourbon Evangelist with Garrison Brothers Distillery in High Texas. Dayton, welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. And you even got the Texas, you know, the, the ranch hat and everything. Oh, yeah. You look like the cowboy. <laughs> 
Somehow th- this general would not look good with a cowboy. Just doesn't doesn't fit on me. I look better with one of those military helmets like General Patton with the five stars. That that's fitting. Yeah. There it is fitting. Absolutely. So tell me about Garrison Brothers. I discovered them uh, uh, from one of the local, actually ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, not far from Command Center Alpha. I was talking to a few of the uh, guys at uh, ABC headquarters, and they told me they said, General, this is a fantastic craft bourbon whiskey. Their their limited editions sell out very quickly. So give me a little background and history of Garrison Brothers. Well, Garrison Brothers was started by my good buddy Dan Garrison. I've known him since I was five. Uh, we started going to school together in Houston, Texas, way back when. Uh, but he lost his tail in the Enron scandal. And I'll make this story short as, as I possibly can. But uh, but there was a lot of tail in the Enron oh, scandal, by the way. Yeah. A lot of hot tail, by the way, as we as we recall. So, well, he lost his uh, – he was a millionaire for about three weeks. Right. And uh, watched his stock go from $250 a share to $0.38 cents a share. Couldn't do anything about it. And when it was all said and done, he didn't have a job, and he was in a lot of debt. So uh, like any self-respecting father of two would do, he went to uh, Kentucky to go get drunk for a week. And ends up running into uh, Mr. Elmer T. Lee. And Mr. Lee found out that uh, Dan's wife had a ranch that was sitting on a big bed of limestone. And he said, well, you boys ought to be making bourbon. Right. And Dan looked at him and said, I thought you had to be in Kentucky. And Mr. Lee looked at him and said, uh, we've been telling that to people for years. You can make <laughs> bourbon anywhere in America. And so, uh, long story short, he said about it, uh, it was 2010 before he actually had a product to sell. And that First release sold in three hours thanks to a in-flight uh, Southwest Airlines in-flight magazine. There were two, three tiny little redneck uh, liquor stores right there surrounding High Texas. People flew in from everywhere, wrapped around the lines, wrapped around these liquor stores, and sold it out in three hours. And uh, so we didn't have another product on the shelf for another year, uh, which it was good and bad. I mean, it was all gone, but we uh, we had a we didn't have any recognition there for an entire year didn't so, make enough no <laughs> who knew though right well some guy called him and said he was about to release the first whiskey in texas and dan said the hell you are right. and they got it out as quickly as possible and uh that that was how that worked but interesting so what makes garrison brothers so unique their whiskey well several things as a matter of fact um we sweet mash as opposed to sour mashing which means what well basically when you're sour mashing which is what just about every uh bourbon maker in america does they uh, use a third of their grains over and over again. It's like a bread starter. It's to maintain consistency. When we first started this, we didn't know what the heck we were doing, and the last thing we wanted was consistency because if it was bad, it was going to be consistently bad. Uh, so we uh, we decided to sweet mash, and by doing that, every time we release a bourbon, it is slightly different. Uh, we couldn't recreate it once it's gone if we wanted to. Uh, that's it adds to the fun of it we never get bored in this business uh so we sweet mash number one we also use all food grade organic natural grains now you've got a bottle right there yeah we an empty garrison brothers bottle that's got all these different (laughs) grains in there yeah we uh we use uh, all texas uh materials as much as possible we uh we actually grow the wheat we're a weeded bourbon like a makers Uh, we grow the wheat there on our ranch where the still is, and the uh, corn comes from the Texas Panhandle. Barley, of course, comes from the Pacific Northwest. You pretty much you can grow it in the South, but it'll never be any good for distilled spirits. But uh, so we use all food grade organic natural grains. We sweet mash. We also still out all of the bad stuff in our alcohol. We call that the heads. The uh, first part of your run, your butanol, your propanol, and your methanol, that's the first thing to come off the still. And you got to get rid of that, the heads and the tails. We get rid of all the butanol, methanol, and propanol. Uh, 
you know, butanol is what they put in big lighters. Uh, methanol is what they run race cars on. It's also what made all the moonshiners blind. It'll, it's a carcinogen that'll That's de- right. detar- detach your retinas if you don't look out. And the propanol, they make plastic cups out of. So we get rid of all of that. And then it, towards the tails of the run, well, we, we get rid of all that, too. It's uh, your, all your fusel oils. When they start to come out of the still, it's where you get the, the earthy taste in some alcohols. We get rid of all that, so we're only maintain- keeping 70% of what we still every day. Uh, which adds to the expense, but you'll also never get a hangover from Garrison Brothers. Well, you know, you bring up an interesting point, and that's one that people always ask me, General, how come it is not legal to distill your own spirits like you can uh, brew your own beer? And the reason is exactly what you said, because there is different types of alcohol mm-hmm. and that you have to make sure that you get the heads out of there. Otherwise, you can have serious health problems. That's the, now, it, in a continuous still, it becomes a trace element. But in a pot column still, you are you have afforded the luxury to get rid of that stuff. So we send it out to an evaporation tank, and it goes away every day. So give us the percentages of the wheat, the corn that are in here. Because as I look at this, it doesn't look like there's a ton of corn. It mostly really looks like there's wheat. I do wish they would make those a little more uh Oh, so it's not, it's not true to proportion. I, wish it, was, I okay. wish it was. But we are our mash bill is 74% corn, 15% wheat, and 11% barley. And that mash bill remains the same on every release. It just has a lot to do with where the uh, barrels aged in the barns and uh, the, that year, really. Give me that one more time, the, the breakdown. Of the it's 74% corn. 74% corn. Big corn content. Yep. 15% wheat and 11% barley. Now, with that, uh, so there's no rye in there, so that's why it's a little bit smoother, but the wheat softens it up a little bit. Yes, it's, yeah, we use soft red winter wheat in our uh, in all, every one of them. And the barley gives it maybe just a little hint of maybe a scotch whiskey. There you go. Very nice. And on every single bottle on the side, you talk about, you, you actually write in gold, uh, handwritten, the corn variety, when the corn was harvested, from what farm, when it was distilled and barreled, the release date, and a bottle number. And we bottle, sign a number every single bottle. Either Dan Garrison himself does it or our master distiller, Donis Todd, does. And you age it for two years, which is interesting. Uh, well, now, i got to tell you, we, we're Texans and we're prone to not tell the truth all the time. These, <laughs> these bottles that say uh, uh, age two years, the, our bottles come in lots of 100000 Right. We are broke. We're $5.4 million in debt at the moment. And uh, so we could not afford, every time we released the bourbon, to redo the bottles. Uh, that that uh, was remedied on our 2015 release. But all of these, uh, your, all the 2014s are 32 to 36 months old. The 2015 is 38 to 42 months old. And the Cowboy that you're about to enjoy, uh, which is a very limited release, we uh, age, it's our oldest bourbon ever. It's four years old. And a lot of people look at me and cringe when they hear it's only that, it's that young. You can't age bourbon a whole heck of a lot longer in Texas. You, well, you're exactly right because of the heat. And it's very interesting because when I was up at uh, Jack Daniels and visiting with their, their master distiller, one of the things he told me was, he said, look, when you are in certain parts of the country, mm-hmm. for example, if you're in Florida, uh, that because the heat is so intense, if you keep it in there more than four years, you're going to just taste oak. Oh, exactly. And that's why if you look in Tennessee, Kentucky, remember, they have the hot summers, but they also have the cooler winters. Mm-hmm. So you get that various contraction and expansion. So where you are in Texas gets intensely hot and humid in the summer. Oh, well, yeah, we're actually, the humidity is not as, not bad, as bad in the hill country, but the heat in those Perfect. barns, it can get up to 130 degrees. Right. And it, not only are you looking at the oak factor, but... Um, but you also uh, have to look at uh, angel share. We lose 14% to angel share every year. 
and that is uh, compared to Kentucky's two to three percent. So it's uh, it's a business decision also to get that out of the barrel within that amount. Yeah, of time. and the angel share, of course, is what evaporates. Yeah, and and uh, that's what happens. That if you leave it longer, four years, six years, eight years, next thing you know, uh, you're going to lose fifty percent because of evaporation. Exactly. That's just regular. That's that's physics, and and that has to do with heat. Dayton Voss, Bourbon Evangelist, Garrison Brothers Distillery, High Texas, is front and center with us here on the Cigar Dave Show. Don't forget, bottom of the hour, we'll be joined by Mike Condor, John Huber. We'll play an interview that I had with them several weeks ago when I was up in Nashville. We'll talk about uh, Crown Heads. Five years they're celebrating some of their great cigars, including the La Imperioso from Nicaragua that I am enjoying today. We will come back and I will sample four very limited edition, spectacular Garrison Brothers Texas whiskeys when we return. The 2015 Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock is Saturday, November 21st at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tampa. The Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers are presented by Davidoff and distilled by Jack Daniels. Your VIP tickets to the Alpha Pleasure Fest include Davidoff Cigars, Jack Daniels Libations, a scrumptious buffet fit for an Alpha Male, a special gift from Cigar Dave, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at CigarDave.com. The story that made the cigar. The cigar that made history. 80 years ago, Monte Cristo began a legacy of crafting only the finest cigars. Now, that legacy is honored by the very special extremely limited edition Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. Crafted for the first time, Dominican Pilatico Tobacco. Grown from seeds hand-carried from Cuba by Pepe Mendez. This exclusive cigar is like no other, rolled in a dark and oily Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. The Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar features a rich, fuller-bodied, and wonderfully complex smoke. Packaged in an elegant handmade box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Honor the legacy with the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner, or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, 
smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. say Semper Fi or sing Anchors Away, we salute you this Veterans Day for protecting our country and freedoms. And as always, a snappy salute to all of our veterans this coming Wednesday. For Veterans Day, do not forget, lieutenants. I know that the Alpha Army will not. The rest of the country, not so sure. But those of us that uh, honor our great men and women of the military, we will absolutely give them snappy salutes and accolades and thank them on Veterans Day, November 11th. Dayton Voss, Bourbon Evangelist for Garrison Brothers Distillery, back with us here in Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A. Dayton, you have placed four magnificent-looking glasses of Garrison Brothers Texas Whiskey in some beautiful whiskey snifters. From left to right, please, give us a description. Okay, that first one uh, is going to be our spring of 2014 release. It's a, well, I'll let you decide, but it's a little spicier. It's more of a traditional bourbon. Our fall 2014, I didn't think we would ever surpass that. It's a lady killer. Uh, Women that tell me they never touch bourbon fall in love with it. Uh, Then after that, our 2015, which is probably the best uh, bourbon I've ever tasted, with the possible exception of the Cowboy, which will be our last one. That is our barrel-proof, 135-proof, uh, oldest release we've ever had. And it, it but, looks, it has a much deeper hue, a deeper uh, caramel brown color. Jim Wary that writes the Whiskey Bible said words to the effect of, it's a bourbon that gives us all a reason to live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first up, if you will hand me the bottle so I can describe that. This is going to be the Spring 2014 and as I take a sniff of this, just wonderful aroma on the nose. A little bit of sweetness, a little bit of honey. And this particular Spring 14 uses number one panhandle white corn from 2010. The farms are in Dallam County. Distilled and barreled in 2010, released Spring 2014. This is bottled 10,710. So I will say... Cheers. Let me take a sip. That's smooth. Yeah. That's smooth. You don't get that rye, no. that tinge. And I'm, I do it straight up. No, no ice, no branch water, straight up. Nice warmth, but not overpowering. A little bit of sweetness, a little bit of honey. Very nice. Yeah. Now, that one you'll get up front. You'll find the yep. fall, you're going to get a lot more in the back end. All right. And so, you'll know you drank that fall 20 minutes from now. All right. Now, tell me about the what's used in the 2000, 
It, a full uh, 2014. It's, it's all the same mash bill, but it's our panhandle white corn again. The corn harvest, once again, was 2010 from Dallam County. That's pretty much who does ours all the time. And it was distilled and barreled in 2011. Release date, fall 2014. Bottle number 45,714. I'll say cheers. Take a sip. Oh, yeah, much more warmth on the back of the palate. There you go. Definitely more oakiness to it. Definitely uh, more personality on the palate. Very, very nice. Now we're moving into the 2015. Uh, our 2015, once again, uh, Panhandle White Corn, harv- Corn Harvest 2011 uh, from Dallab County, of course. Distilled and barreled in 2012. Release date 2015. This is bottle number 731. This definitely has a lot of oakiness on the nose. I'll say cheers. Mm. Definitely a little bit more, almost like there's more rye because it's got a little bit more of that uh, that sizzle right. on the back of the palate, but very pleasant. And last but not least, this the, is the granddaddy of them all. This is our cowboy bourbon. Uh, we only release this every other year. Uh, 2013 was the last release. 2015, it was a total of 5,200 bottles. You are drinking from, well, th- this is a sample. They, in addition to the samples, we're, this is 5,337. Only 5,200 were released. That's it, 5,200 uh, every other year. This is barrel-proof. Barrel-proof. Which is what, one... 135. 130. Oh, this is high octane, (laughs) Lieutenants. And I'm just looking at this very dark and deep, definitely a lot of the oakiness, taking the aroma, a little bit of sweetness, but again, a lot of mustiness, a lot of that uh, that oak. I'll say cheers. This could be dangerous at 135 proof. Here we go. (laughs) You'll be amazed at how smooth that is at 135 proof. Wow. Woo. (laughs) Definitely getting a lot of warmth. And a lot of retro warm through the nose on the way down. That definitely has it. I'll tell you what. So far, I like this, but I would put a nice pre-prohibition ice block in it. There you go. And that would soften it up. I definitely, my favorite of all of them, I love the fall or the spring 2014. Very smooth, very approachable. Very few of those left. So if you take Dave's advice, get out there and get that because it's almost gone. And you're available across the country now, correct? Uh, We are in 16 states. 16 states. Garrison Brothers distillery.com uh, garrisonbros.com garrisonbros bros.com dayton voss bourbon evangelist garrison brothers distillery glad you could make it in thanks for having really me. enjoyed the tasting and we'll have you back next year for the uh, bourbon heritage month sounds wonderful all right lieutenants next up we'll be joined by mike condor john huber of crowned head cigars during my visit up to nashville several weeks ago don't forget two weeks away the cigar dave alpha pleasure fest at the rock all alpha male pleasure all day cigar Dave.com, Saturday, November 21st. Freedom isn't free. It takes dedicated soldiers to protect this great country. The Cigar Dave Show honors those who served on this Veterans Day.
This is the General Cigar Dave. Join me for a day of alpha pleasure maneuvers as we celebrate the alpha male lifestyle. Saturday, November 21st, it is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock in the Cigar City of Tampa. We will have a day filled with incredible cigars, spectacular spirits, and absolutely delicious delicacies. It all begins when you walk in. You'll receive a premium Davidoff Cigar Assault Pack, including the brand new Davidoff Escurio, the new New Avo Synchro Nicaragua, and the new Camacho American Barrel Age. You will enjoy a huge Alpha Lunch Buffet that Chef Bill is concocting, including an incredible carving station. You will sample craft beers. You will sample whiskeys from Woodford Reserve, Old Forster, and Jack Daniels. You'll also get a special Cigar Dave goodie bag on the way in. It is a day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. CigarDave.com for tickets and info for the 2015 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Whether you say Semper Fi or sing Anchors Away, we salute you this Veterans Day for protecting our country and freedoms. Well, the general front and center from Nashville, Tennessee, and I am in the palatial conference room at the worldwide headquarters of Crown Heads with two longtime friends, John Huber, Mike Condor, the proprietors. That's a big word, proprietors I like that. of Crown yeah. Heads. I prefer co-founder. Co-founder, because he, he can't spell proprietor. Yeah, that's exactly true. That's that's right. And it says it on my Twitter app at Mike Connor. Please follow me. It says that. Yeah, co-founder. Co-founder. Yeah, because you're right. I couldn't spell proprietor. Well, it's I'm true. the sole founder of the Alpha Army. Ah, impressive. We are enjoying, or I will be enjoying, a cigar that has just been given to me. I have absolutely no idea what this is. So, if you would be so kind, John. No, what we should do is the way Ernie would do it with us. You're talking about Ernesto Perez. Carino. I am. He would say, don't ask questions. Light it, smoke it. Smoke it, it bro. Okay, that's exactly it. what then I'm we'll going to do. Then we'll tell you about it afterwards. Needless that's, to say. You don't need to know about it before you put it, it in your mouth. That smoke is a great idea. Outstanding. And I should say we've just come back from an outstanding lunch, and you can tell that it was a five-martini lunch for, for Mike. And as I like this beautiful-looking cigar, let Keep me just rolling. describe it briefly. Is It is definitely a, almost looks like a somewhat of a square press cigar. Light box press? It's a it's a box press cigar, not a it's just a semi press. Um, this is the Mason Dixon Project Southern Edition for 2015 that you're about to smoke. Uh, Mason Dixon. Mason Dixon. It's our our annual regional release where we divide the country into halves instead of east west. We do it north south. Is that like the haves and have nots? That's no, like the and Union and Confederacy. I see. I see. Well, we didn't want to go that far, so that's why we try to. You know, keep the whole. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it uh, mm. 2015 instead of beautiful dark wrapper. What does that mean exactly? It's exactly, you know. Yeah, yeah, America. Well, this has got a beautiful dark wrapper on it. That would be broadleaf. It's a broadleaf. Connecticut broadleaf. Beautiful. Yes. One of my favorites. A little bit of sweetness, but I'm just noticing as soon as I lit this, great aroma. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wonderful taste on the palate. A little bit of sweetness. Very. Smooth. As we continue our conversation with Mike Condor, John Huber, co-founders of Crown Head Cigars in Nashville, Tennessee, 
Let's look back at the history now. Is this year five, if I'm not mistaken, or year four? We started in uh, January of 2011. Am I right, John? 2011. January of 2011. February 22nd, 2011 is when we announced it. We shipped November the 8th, 2011 is when we so shipped our first box Here we go. My partner is slightly so OCD. Very OCD. Can tell you how many days since the first date with his lovely wife. Absolutely. How many days? Uh, let's see. Today would be 1973. You see what I'm saying? Wasn't That's that the year Nixon uh, Something like resigned, that. I think, 1973? Yeah. I'm not a crook. So, what was that date again? We 1606 we, we shipped the first product, four kicks. Yes. In November, November 8th, 2011. So, in November, we'll have been shipping for four years. Four years. So, we're still rookies in this whole thing. We're trying to figure it all out. And every year, you, and I've said this, you start at the IPCPR, the Cigar Retailers Convention, very small. Then the next year, a little bit bigger and a little yep. bit bigger. And then this year... You were busting at the seams. You were very, very busy, and you were awarded you're, you're, the you're, best in show for medium exhibitor three to five booths. There you had you a go. very nice open layout. Yep. You kept your cigars in this big chest. Uh, and, it felt and, like a kennel puppy. Like we got best in show for that. <laughs> like Westminster dog. That's show. exactly right. We didn't. All you need is one of those like, small hand, dogs. Best no, in show for the there. small dogs. Uh, the toy poodle. No, I only do the the herding group. So my German Shepherd only <laughs> goes. Yeah. That's real dogs, not 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 yeah. faux cats. So, this year you did extremely well. Your booth was busy, slammed nonstop, and you started with one brand, Four Kicks. That's right? correct. So let's talk about where it all began. That Four Kicks with Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Well, we announced the company, like we said, in February of eleven, and then I guess March, April, May, we kind of hit the road down to Central America. Mike and I visited various factories in Nicaragua and Dominican. actually, I believe. We had a lunch with you earlier. We did at the Columbia. At the Columbia. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. that was with Gustavo Cura. That's right. And you asked me. Yeah. You said, "Give me some recommendations on who we should talk to, to work with on creating a very unique cigar." And I gave some names, but the one that stood out immediately was Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the original Godfather of boutique cigars. Yeah, El, El Padrino. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And who we've known for years, for a long time. For a long time. And I should say, Mike, your history is you were actually at one point the vice president of sales for General Cigar, and Thank then you. you moved over to CAO as a consultant, and then became the VP of sales. Marketing, something like marketing, that. Marketing, sales, marketing, executive VP, whatever the title was. And you really built a large sales staff that CEO did not have. And, John, you were friends with Tim Osgener going way back, I believe, in college, correct? Not correct. Not correct. No. Actually, I didn't meet Tim until uh, I had already started working for CAO. Oh, I didn't Tim, realize that. John's John history is John was the worst shipping manager in CAO That's history. how I started. Oh, you were the shipping manager. Yeah, yeah I wrote a letter and just started sending letters out to different companies. And uh, somehow I, I tricked John into hiring me as a shipping manager. And I got fired from that job in five months. I was supposedly really bad at it. But I, thought, I think it, I was pretty kicked good, into marketing, actually. Though. And moved into marketing. Yeah. 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 That's how it started. And you're known for creating some very unique packaging <clears throat> and unique brands. And when you look at Crown Heads, everything not traditional in terms of even the name Crown Heads and Four Kicks and, and Headley Grange, how you just named a cigar after the first few beats in a song that you, that you enjoyed. So everything has been very different, not the typical way of creating very conservative brands. So, John, give us a little bit of your input, your thinking about when you started the company, the direction you wanted to take Crown well, Heads. Well, I mean, I Mike and I really spent like almost three 
weeks trying to define the philosophy of the, of the company because we knew that everything we would do going forward would have to go back to that philosophy, and we were not interested in creating like CAO 2.0. We wanted to do things, I always say it was like a do-over, so how would we do it differently? So we, we wanted to, you know, not to uh, dumb it down too much, but we came up with this mantra of carve your own path, do it your own way. When the rules don't make sense, do it your own way, carve your own path. So we didn't want to go do in-store events and, you know, do the grip and grin and buy three, get this, that, 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 that. We wanted to do things differently. Whether it worked out or not, we wouldn't know until we tried. So um, we never really had any aspirations of being the guys in the ads or the guys in the tackle fields wearing a suit, you know, that kind of. Guaya Bears. Yeah, posturing. I look good in a Guaya Bear, by the way. Do you? I tuxedo. Owned one. Yeah. Let's look at your entire product portfolio, starting from your first brand, which is the four kicks. And then let's go from there and talk about the flavor profile, who it would appeal to, so we can give all of our lieutenants a nice familiarity if they are not familiar with the Crown Heads lineup. How much room do you have on this phone? We, this is a, not a phone, this is an extremely sophisticated <laughs> recording device. I forgot, bring the boom mic a digital. closer here. I'm there sorry. you go, exactly. <laughs> Easy Ed, can you move that a little closer? Clearly non-broadcast. Get the crew over here. Is Easy Ed still around? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Easy Ed does a lot of stuff with us. Clearly non-broadcast professionals. Yes, absolutely. Understandable. Absolutely. But that's, that's you're, you're good at what you do. Well, John, you're good at what you do. Thank you. Mike, not so much. <laughs> right. However, right. however, together it works out pretty well. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. He's the yin to my yang. Um, well, four kicks, we, we wanted to start off with a cigar that was easily approachable, whether you're a novice cigar smoker or seasoned cigar smoker. So four kicks was blended with that particular ambition in mind. So it's medium body, but it's complex enough that even if you've been smoking cigars for years, you can appreciate it. I would even dare say it's, it's you know, closer to a Cuban profile, that leather, a little bit of spice, but not overbearing. Um, and then you move from there to Headley Grange. Headley Grange was a Sumatra Ecuador wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler made by Ernie. Um, that was a little bit more of a kick up, a little heavier, denser, chewier kind of mouthfeel. Uh, then we did J.D. Howard Reserve with Ernie, which was a Brazilian Arapiraca wrapper. Um, rustic kind of appeal to it, uh, but a great spicy kind of like jalapeno pepper meets maple syrup kind of flavor profile. And then from there, you go into the my father's side of the equation, and we started off with, uh, with Jericho Hill. Jericho Hill is a San Andreas Mexican uh, rapper. Um, I, I like to say it's kind of like in flavor profile. It's almost like the poor man's Padron. Um, I think it's that good. And then we just came out with La Imperiosa at the IPCPR this year. La Imperiosa is the 2014 blend of Las Calaveras. Which, uh, those are the main brands that we, we just discussed, but uh, there's offshoots of different regional releases, annual releases. Yeah, and I want to get into some of the regional releases. Now, Las Calaveras, is that a one-time, one-and-done? Las Calaveras comes out every April or May. Um, we change the blend and the packaging slightly, and, and every year it's released as an annual tribute to people that we lost in the year previous. If you look at the 14 band versus the 15 band, you'll see different sets of initials on the band, and those are for people that we've, mm -hmm. friends... People that we, we, you know, everybody loses somebody throughout the year. Friends, family, uh, colleagues. So. Right. But, yeah, Las Calaveras is annual. 
The 2015 Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock is Saturday, November 21st at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tampa. The Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers are presented by Davidoff and distilled by Jack Daniels. Your VIP tickets to the Alpha Pleasure Fest include Davidoff Cigars, Jack Daniels Libations, a scrumptious buffet fit for an Alpha Male, a special gift from Cigar Dave, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at CigarDave.com. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo Añejo today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Force, Marines, Coast Guard, no matter which branch you served, you served this great country, and we salute you this Veterans Day. Wednesday is Veterans Day, lieutenants, do not forget it as we listen to the Air Force theme front and center here on the Cigar Dave Show, and we continue with my interview, John Huber, Mike Condor of Crown Heads on my visit up to Nashville several weeks ago. Now, the Lamperioso, that is another one that comes in is flying off the shelves. In fact, Mike, you're smoking one right now. You had to go to a special shelf yep. where you retain some of the initial, uh, a box or two of the very first 
shipment that comes into you, and I think you said you only had about a dozen of those cigars left. Yeah, we, so popular. We've been working through the archives for sure. Yeah, the so archives. We, yeah. we we sold I think all of the first really three or four months production at the trade show, and we've been a bit scrambling to get it all out. We're I think still we're the we're, pipeline, we're I think. close to getting the, the trade show orders out, but we've been on back order since day one with it. Well, when you think about it, four years ago you started with one brand. That was yep. it. That's it. That was the first thing, and I remember you had one booth. I remember what the booth looked like. Yeah. I think you had like a little. Did you have a TV back there? We did. So, yeah, we did. Yeah. Right. And and then you keep growing, and here you are with what now? Maybe eight eight uh, brands within the Crown Heads portfolio. Yeah, I think we've got. So we've got five, five regular production. Yeah, brands. five regular production, but then you have the additional. We have yeah. Las Calaveras, we have Tennessee Waltz, Yellow Rose, Paniolo, Mason Dixon North, Mason Dixon South. That's another annual. Probably about ten. So, you get to it, right? You know, yeah. But, and, but five core brands that right. day in and day out. Right, five core, then five specialty brands. More. Like and I want to talk about that Tennessee Waltz because you were kind enough to send me a box. I caught up with you, geez, probably about six months ago, yeah. and uh, you sent me a box of the Tennessee Waltz. And the first thing I did. I noticed is the, I read the history, the story behind it, yes. and it's about your grandparents. Yeah, yeah, my grandfather, actually, that was the song that was playing in the dance hall when he met my grandmother, and so he used to always whistle it when I was, when I was a kid, he would, you know, that whole, you know, dance with my darling to the Tennessee Waltz. It's actually a very sad song if you look at the lyrics, but that's, that was the inspiration of, of the brand, but the blend, it was something we started in January of 14. Um, when we first started working with the Garcias, and I asked Jaime, I said, do you have Broadleaf? I'd like to do something with Broadleaf. He said, oh, yeah, I got Broadleaf. So um, we came upon this really, what we thought was a fantastic blend, and we always wanted to do something for our local, so we wanted to do something for Tennessee to give the, the 33 stores we have here almost like their own store exclusive for Crown Heads, and that's what began with Tennessee Waltz. And then you've got the Yellow Rose for the retailers in of Texas. Texas. Correct. And that's you showed me that just a few minutes ago. Same blend. Same different blend, size. Different square Vitola. press. Yes, it's a 6x54 <laughs> torpedo box press. Um, we basically went to our, our, our in-house guy in Texas, Brian McGee, and he, wanted to, he thought we could do a support of Texas exclusive. I said, well, let's use the Waltz blend. I said, what sizes do you think would sell well in your market? He said, well, either a 6 by 60 and I was like, eh, that ain't going to happen. So we kind of compromised on a 654 torpedo, and then we just box-pressed it to give it an easier mouthfeel. By the way, field. that band, is the Syri- that's our version of the Syracuse band. That's yellow. There you go. Uh, no, I don't yeah. think so. There you go. Uh, no, 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 no. Yellow is, uh, there's no, not the Syracuse yellow men. It's the Syracuse orange men. Uh, by the way, the helmets that Louisville this year wearing, and they've so, become Oregon all of a sudden with all these different... I was going to say, there's, a, like, there's three derivations I've yeah, yeah, seen. Yeah. A little bit... I like, little bit I, like, I like one of them that I saw. There was another one I saw that wasn't... Yeah. Well, they're the, in Adidas school, so they're doing all that... All the know, different ones. All the different ones. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, let's hope Papi Petrino doesn't quit and go back to the NFL. Uh, <laughs> don't, get, don't get me started on that one. That's not a good topic. <laughs> all right. So, when we take a look at, at uh, Crown Heads over four years now, five core brands and five... Um, Limited edition, limited release type brands. Yep. And you handed me this cigar. This is the Mason Dixon, you said, correct? Correct. For 2015. We did the original Mason Dixon project last year where we went, you know, we had a northern edition, southern edition, and it was always going to be an annual thing. So, um, now, is this the northern or the southern? That's the southern. This is the southern. Yes. So, Connecticut Broadleaf Wrapper, Nicaraguan Binder and Fillers. Very smooth, a little bit of sweetness, medium in flavor, mm-hmm. not overpowering, not harsh. But very, very uh, pleasant. And this will come out when? We're shooting from mid to late October of this year. So okay, so we're still we're just, yeah. This, this is weeks. a fun project for us because we, we stick to, to the line. 
if you're in the north, you can only buy the north. If you're in the south, you can only buy the south, and we don't ship it any other way. But retailers and they, they swap, they swap back and forth. And so how does the northern version, everywhere. the Yankee version, that that? Uh, that well, last that year the Yankee version got a Connecticut broadleaf blend, mm-hmm. and um, the southern got a Connecticut Ecuador lighter wrapper. And there's a lot of trading going back and forth. So this year we brought a different broadleaf blend to the south, and then the north this year their version is going to be a, a Habano Habano wrapper, dark. So a little bit fuller flavored than the Mason Dixon South. Different. I wouldn't say it's fuller flavored. I would just say it's different. This to me has a little bit more of that traditional Connecticut broadleaf, right. sweet, little rich, yep. molassy kind of thing. You know, being entrepreneurs, co-founders of Crown Heads, let me ask you this for each of you: What was the biggest challenge when you started the company? And I'll, I'll ask both of you individually, Mike. What's well, interesting? I, I think we've been really without a lot of challenges, if you can believe that or not. We just we just kind of jumped in. You know, the, the the day ended at CAO. We kind of sat down, really over a weekend, and said, "What are we going to do?" Didn't really. Neither one of us had options to do anything else. John has always said, "You know, actually, I, I had options, Mike." What were you going to do? I did have a few options yeah. on the table, but John says he has options. I didn't I actually did. see I mean, the I'm options. I'm just saying, yeah. but um, <laughs> it was never any any question in my mind. So I, I, I don't want to say that there's not been challenges. There are, certainly are challenges when you start a new business. I mean, obviously. You know, if you ask John, he's going to talk about tobacco. If you ask me, I'm going to talk about cash flow, probably. You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's right. kind of the nature of our relationship. So, you know, you got to get through those kind of growing pains of the first two or three years. And especially, you know, we spent, I think, eight or nine months, really, in development before we launched the first yeah. brand, right? And, and yeah, two or three sure. of those months were just deciding where to go. We were lucky enough, and I'll say it, it was a humbling experience because a lot of manufacturers said, yeah, we'd be glad to talk to you guys, which makes you feel very good. Right. So we, we spent, I know we told this story, we spent days kind of locked in a basement with big whiteboards up, and we ranked everybody as to what we felt like, you know, what is what is going to make it work for us, you know. And there's a lot of great manufacturers, a lot of guys out there that make great cigars. And I, we always tell the story that one of the things about Ernie was that Ernie had a certain character about him that we liked, we trusted, we felt like if we got into business with him, he's going to be honest with us. And it's been that kind of relationship that's been fantastic from that standpoint. And so I think it was also important not to interrupt you, but that we wanted to start in a house that didn't have multiple brands because we didn't want to get lost in the shuffle. Right. So when we came down to it, and Ernie didn't have any, he wasn't doing any contract brands for anybody at that time. So we felt like we could kind of create our own identity at that factory. You know, it's interesting because talking about, we talked about the distilled spirits, and uh, I was just uh, down at the Jack Daniels Distillery in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Yesterday, selecting uh, a barrel for the certified alpha males yes. in the Sunshine State of Florida, uh, along with uh, Jeff what do you have Arnett. To do to get certified as an alpha male. Well, there's a long test. First, you have to have nads of steel. You cannot be a wussified uh, wussified in any way, shape, or form. You have to run the show, and uh, you have to have a big backbone. You can't be, uh, you know, you can't be a Democrat. That's for sure. <laughs> right, so. Just kidding. There are there are a couple of alphas that are Democrats. Not many, but there are a few. But Talking about the spirits industry is that there are many craft or boutique spirits, supposed distillers, that really don't distill anything, but they say they do, but they don't want to tell everybody. And, and many of them are, are getting their product distilled by very good distilleries, yep. but they're, they don't want to tell anybody that. They want to create the illusion that they are making everything, they're distilling it, they're bottling it, when most people know that's not true. But I said the contrast is the cigar industry. Where there are many great manufacturers, and you named two of them, yep. 
uh, Don Pepin Garcia, as well as Ernesto Perez Carrillo. And you're proud of the fact that sure, they are making absolutely. your product because they yeah. get great tobacco. They are working on great blends with you, and they do make great products. So well, this, it's very this, interesting, the contrast. This goes back to our theory in the beginning. We're not going to try to be something that we're not. You, right. can't, you can't last doing that, especially in this day and age with social media. So uh, we, don't, we don't pretend that we're, as we say, wearing guayabares and spending the day you know, in fields looking, holding up tobacco leaves and taking pictures for magazines. That's not us, you know. We're part of the process for sure. I mean, Ernie said very early on, it's going to be your blend because you're going to live and die with it. So right. we, I, I'm going to help you. Yeah. I can talk about all the, the various things that I can bring to bear, but it's going to be your blend, and you have to figure that out. You know, but going back to Mike's point, like one of the, the founding principles was always to be honest and open and have integrity and authenticity because we felt like if we could be authentic that, you know, maybe not everybody would connect with that, but the people that do will get on board for the right reason as opposed to, you know, fabricating something in pop. Another action-packed show, lieutenants. Hope you enjoyed the cigars, the libations, and, of course, battling the bureaucrats and the enemies of pleasure. Cigar Day of the General saying, May your humidor always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. Do not forget, lieutenants, Wednesday is Veterans Day. When you see a veteran, you give them a snappy salute and you thank them for their service. Don't forget, we're exactly two weeks away from the 2015 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Seminole Hard Rock in the Cigar City of Tampa. Details at CigarDave.com.